Hey. We're back. We're back. It's nice to, nice to be here. Um, happy, whatever, it's November now. It and, is November now. And uh, we are, um, we, uh, Art and I have been, uh, it's been, it's been busy. It doesn't seem like, I, I can't say what I've been doing, but I've been busy. Right. But thanks for listening and tuning in to Stop Me If I've Heard This. By all means, if you get a chance, pop over to the uh, Apple podcast and give us a little uh, five-star review. You know, it doesn't, it helps hurt, us. It doesn't it hurt anybody. It, it doesn't helps. hurt it anybody. It doesn't hurt, and it helps. <laughs> it helps. There you go. You'd be you know, no one's gonna, nobody's going to make it get on the stand and swear that you were telling the <laughs> truth, okay? <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> anyway. So, um, how are you, my friend? It's a blustery, uh, it's actually chilly out today. Yeah, it's, it's windy and rainy. and it's I'm so glad <coughs> I spent so much money on my lawn care yesterday. Oh, right. Not just to have yeah. it just go to hell <laughs> in a handbasket today. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway. Now the sun's coming out. Weird. It's fall, It's and it's... Uh, it's, it's either pouring on you and blowing your brains out, or it's gorgeous. And I'm, I apologize. I'm I'm a little goofy and a little loopy right now. I just have had two really crappy nights. He's sleep. wearing his underwear outside his. Yeah, pants. Well, oh, that's what seemed wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up from a nap trying to recuperate four hours sleep in twenty minutes. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel a little punch you drunk. Told me you're tired. Um, well, you know, I wanted to do this. I wanted to come over. I wanted to force myself to Get and slap myself in the face. And <laughs> this sound. Oh, yeah. that, that's the sound of Halloween candy that you must recognize if you're uh, living in a residential I'm area. I'm trying to get rid of this candy. <laughs> I can't even. I Did you have a lot of trick-or-treaters? Yeah, well, we had a lot, but we also had a lot left over, partly yeah. because I'm, you know, I didn't dish it out this year. You know, I was just, cause when I do, it's like, uh, uh, hey, save some for me, you know, because uh, <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 I've only eaten a third of the bag. Come on. I'm a slapper. <laughs> two, 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 you little bastard, two. Well, yeah, it was fine. They were, they were nice. There was some cute ones, and there was a lot of teenagers this year, a lot of 14, 15-year-olds, and it's like, well, you know. Did they wear the costume, though? If they had yeah. the costume on, well, I go, okay, I'm assuming fine. they did. I didn't go to the door this year. Catherine did all of that, and I was happy with that. So, oh, yeah, we're safely yeah. on the other side of that now, and no uh, no vandalism, and, uh, uh, you know, um, just Until yeah, moving on. right after. Until right after. Yeah, pumpkins. Hide your pumpkins. No, no, the other thing. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, right. Well, might as well talk about it. Um, yeah, I uh, Thursday after Halloween, it was two days after Halloween, I woke up to Catherine going, uh, you have to get out of bed. You have to wake up. Somebody just hit your car. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I go to the door, and there's an, a nice young kid who uh, was driving a, about an 18-foot fruit truck and swerved to get out of the way on con, uh, to oncoming traffic in front of our house. Because nobody wants to, s- they can't. They can't be asked to slow down. Or, or they just can't, the spatial relationship on that street. They it's just narrow. Figure it out. It really needs to be a one-way street. The truck street. wins. You know, the truck should be able to go first. But yeah, no, people don't even, they God. just play a game of chicken with whoever's coming. Oh, I'm not slowing down. So yeah, we, we have a lot, we've all had our side view mirrors taken off at least once. And there's been multiple little kind of, at least the guy stopped. A lot of the times they don't. And uh, he came to the door. He looked for the owners and found us. 
and gave us all his information. Oh, and that was so nice. Yeah, that was that made it all okay. Um, <clears throat> but I was worried for a, a long time, up until two nights ago, that the insurance companies will just total it because he ripped the front end off of my car. He swerved to get out of the way of traffic and ripped the front end of my car off, the front the panel. The front quarter panel on the driver's side? Both the quarter panel on the side and the whole front just came off. Which side, though? The driver's side? The driver's side, driver's yeah, because yeah. he was swerving around the right. front of my car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <coughs> you know, I thought, well, then I went online immediately to see what Kelly Blue Book for this car is like 7200 which I want to know, what do they base that on? What do they mean by what that? Because you go to buy it, that same car is fourteen thousand. Right. Anywhere, I easy. Yeah. Maybe twelve if you're lucky. Right. You know, with that many miles and more. I know. And so, what do they base that on? I think it's a racket. I just really think there's a connection between Kelly Blue Book, Edmonds Car Valuing, and the insurance companies, because then yeah, think yeah, because then <laughs> I don't know what the connection is, but there's some collusion. And then, because then the insurance company goes, oh, this is only worth $7,200. we got to total it. Then they keep your car for and half they, the price. And they part it and they out. They part it out. They just, you know, or they make they money off of that. Or they sell it to another dealer. Or sell it, yeah, resell yeah. it with a yeah. title, a, a compromised title, whatever. Yeah. You lose your car because they, you know. So I sweated it for a long time, and I was, like, prepared mm-hmm. to go to battle with yeah. them. <laughs> I was, like... Looking videos, how do you fight insurance companies, right, and right. and you have to you know do your research, and you have to present them with a bunch of different evidence of what your car is actually worth, and yeah. so forth and so on, and you have to say no to them like multiple times, and it's a battle. And then a couple of nights ago, I got the notice that their uh, estimate was only like twenty four hundred dollars, so they're repairing it. Thank God. They haven't started repairing it. Because they love, you love that car. I love car. that car, man. It, it's hard to find a good used Prius. You're Z. used to <coughs> that. That's a great car. It's a great car. <coughs> Excuse me. Very and it's, it's like, a, you know, it's terrible because, and yeah. I'm using our age, and I, I don't lump you into my age, but I'm just saying you've been driving your car for a long time. Yeah. I've been driving my car for a long time. Yeah, right. And people, everybody I know wants me to get a new car, and you just kind of go, it's like, no. can you get a new husband? Can you get, I mean, <laughs> I am right. just so attached to my yeah, car. Right. I know exactly what it's going to do. I know right. I know how safe it is. I, yeah. I, I love my car. I and don't care if it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that everybody has. And honestly, that car will run forever. It's a... The Pontiac it's Vibe is a, a basically a Matrix. It's a Toyota Made matrix. by Toyota. And mine was a, actually a, it was a fleet car, so they were built even oh. stronger. Yeah, that will run forever. Just fix the brakes, fix the I do drive, that. I just take know. care of my car, and it maybe I'll get it painted someday. I don't know. Maybe I will. Yeah. But I'm just I saying. I believe in that. I, I just think it's an American way to buy something new every couple of years. I'm shit out. Yeah, right. I'm sick of it. Yep. I'm just tired of getting car. something. Every time you buy something, it comes with something you have to throw out. Yeah, right. We are the most, no wonder this, God, don't get me started. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's I'm, what we're here I'm for. glad. I'm trying to get you started. No, I don't get me started because <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm on the edge of just losing my shit most of the days. Um, I'm glad they're gonna not going to total it and that you'll get it uh, fixed such eventually. Such a relief. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, um. I finally broke down and got the rental car today. I, I was putting it off. I just didn't want to deal with it. And would you? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I have to look and see what'd you get. Uh, it's an Audi. There was one choice. There was two Ooh. choices: an Audi or uh, 
Chevy Malibu, and What's this it? I got better gas, so I, I kept this one. Yeah. The Audi does? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Is it a wagon? It was, is yeah, it's a, a little sedan, kind of smallish. I think it's a hybrid. Does I don't it really handle look. well? Yeah, it, it lurches. You know, it, it's, you have to be real easy on the gas pedal because it'll it, surge. Yeah. Oh, it surges, yeah. I got it used to it, but yeah, I'm just going to be careful with it. And I never take their insurance. I use, always use my insurance because I'll take the bet that I'll have to pay the $500 deductible and not get in an accident in a one-week window rather than pay the $1,299 plus the full collision, which is another $899. You know, they'll run up another $30 a day on you. Well, not only that, but, you, you know, you, if you're covered with, with your insurance on your, with your um, own yeah. insurance. Right. And you park in that street. What if somebody takes the side mirror off again? You know, well, then it'll be their insurance company again. <clears throat> I don't have to pay anything for this. Their insurance company is paying oh, I see. all okay. of it. Okay. Including there the rental is. car and the. Okay. There you go. See, I just, okay. Yeah. I don't have to pay a dime because it wasn't my fault, you know, and they know it. <coughs> no, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. Anyhow. That was uh, a lot of stress. <laughs> Don't you love and it? And you're wondering why you can't sleep. Well, mm, yeah, it has been know, hard. Yeah, it's been a little stressful for been you. Been plenty to think about. And then the home remodel and, you know, we... I, sh I was thinking about getting you a beer today. A beer? Oh, there's God. a beer oh, in the refrigerator. I'd be on like your floor right now. That's fine. No, no <laughs> I'd be laying on the floor. Oh, what will we do in a second ago? Were we doing a pot? Is this still going? <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. I need caffeine. Yeah. Well. Anyhow. I'm uh. I'm sorry that the little white baby didn't yeah, got hurt, but I'm glad yeah. that it's gonna get fixed. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That makes. And me here's happy. the cool thing. Somebody else hit the left front quarter panel a couple of years ago and just left big long scrapes, scrapes, gouges yeah, in it. Yeah. They left their number, and I never followed through on it because I, I thought, well, I don't care about cosmetic. I'm never gonna resell it. I'm just not going to bother with this. And then every time I'd look at it, I'd like, yeah, I probably should have done something with that. I probably should have done that. Well, now, <laughs> guess where it got hit? The same exact corner. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's getting bounced. So that person got <laughs> off the hook. Yeah. So, okay, well. Now just, I got to turn the car around because I got a thing going on in my right rear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have it facing the other way. <laughs> so in case. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm just not a fan cars of insurance companies. I know they're a necessary evil, but car like car repair shops. I can't wait till they're not. Know that they can run up the bill as high as they can figure out how to run it up. Yeah. I it's know. just messed up just because the insurance company will pay for it. Yeah, there's got to be all kinds of reform. I yeah. don't know if we'll live long enough to see it, but I hope so. I think uh, John Oliver needs to do a whole thing on car insurance companies. Oh, he's so funny. I uh, I am so glad. I'm so glad to that the the boys are back. Yeah, back it's been great watching them. I have not watched one rug cleaning video mm -hmm. <laughs> since they came back. Somehow it was that was just so satisfying. Just did it watch, for you. Just watching a nasty ass dirty rug get cleaned. It was oh just like, yeah, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, so that that sucker's gonna, gonna use get that machine. I like that machine. Oh, that sucker's gonna get deep clean. <laughs> that is just so <laughs> crazy. Just speaks to my. Well, no, it's like that guy that cleans the yards. You've seen him, right? I love him. He shows up, knock, he knock, knock. Found a knock. body. Okay, can I clean your yard for free? Have you found know. a body? Yeah, he did find a body. Oh wow. Okay. But um, people might start saying no. 
When it was, <laughs> you know, it was in a shed that he was, he kept going, I know that smell, that's Uh-oh. not a good smell. But he was, yeah, he's really interesting. And he's a, there's several of them now that, that will go to abandoned houses mm-hmm. or go to elderly people's houses, mm-hmm. which I'm counting on down the line. Somebody mm-hmm. come and ask me if they want to mow my lawn and I will say yes. Could um, happen. Might happen. Just let it go. You you take care of your laundry. You see, that's the thing. It's my joy. You got to let it get all ratty. No, I like my. I know, but until I can't do anything but walk from room to room and not go uh-huh. outside anymore, <laughs> then that's what I'll be doing. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have. Uh, I mean, I laugh at I laugh at all of them. All of them. I, it just makes yeah. me happy. I mean. Sometimes Kimmel just absolutely knocks yeah. it out of the park. He's yeah, so right. funny. <laughs> and uh, his writers are so good. But um, anyway. Um, yeah, it's been great having those guys back again. So good. So anyway, uh, you're going to get that fixed, and you're yeah. moving ahead on the construction. See, getting pretty exciting with the construction. They, they were going full guns for well, a while lost there. Your whole, your whole, the whole fireplace cr- is gone. It's moving. gone. There's a hole from our living room to outside. And right now it's just they put plywood over it in a tarp so it doesn't just look like, you know, hey, come on in, help yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cold. It, yeah, it is. So um, they got that patched up for a little while. And uh, we're shopping for a new fireplace, yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you talked about that last time. We're going to do well, that. Well, here's yeah. what happens, I've noticed, with something like that. You go, to the, they, you go online and they won't give you a price. Unless it's some no. junky piece of crap yeah, on yeah, Amazon yeah. that's you yeah. know 150 bucks and yeah. worth it. Yeah. If you want a good one, yeah. uh, we're looking at gas fireplaces. Uh, you have to find out what the companies are. There's this guy in, in Colorado that does a bunch of reviews, and <clears throat> you pick the companies, and then you, you go to their websites, and they won't quote you a price. They all say find a dealer, which means find a salesperson. Yeah. Find a salesman, and then you got to contact them. Yeah, that's how they make their commissions, yeah. Yeah, that's how they make their money. And these guys, he, you know, when you're buying something like that that you don't know about, they want to put you at a disadvantage and let you know that you don't know anything about it. You yeah. Know, you'll, you'll come in and... I get that uh, with an orthopedic surgeon. Go ahead. You, you want, uh, <laughs> are you looking for direct vent or uh, linear? You know, like, like how many... Fireplaces have I bought in my lifetime? Right, exactly. Why would I know that? Right. And they know you don't. That's why they say that. And then you're like, I don't know. Well, let me tell you a few things. Blah, blah, blah. And then they turn into this blustery. They all do this. It's, ah, blah, 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 what you need? <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> we should do a video you of you have. doing this. What you got to have? Is, <laughs> you know what you know. And I'll go. Well, what about this one over here? Nope. You don't want that. Trust me. You know, <laughs> it's the cheaper ones. You don't want that problem with that. She's going to take a video. Good. video. It's so me funny. bitching about these guys. <laughs> so then they'll, uh, you, you, you're like, well, okay, what do you think I want? And well, one of two things. You're going to want to go, <laughs> you want to go to website. There's one you, you can pick your own and you, uh, const- you make your choices and then you send us a, uh, ask for a quote, right? Which, right. you know, how about you tell me what can I get? What's for the rent? Yeah, what is the deal? $4,000. What, what can I get? You know, so you you play this little cat and mouse game with them and you don't really ever find out what you really want. And they try to really hard to steer you towards these top of the line models or at least better than middle, you know. Right. And I'm not trying to save you any money, you know. And then so it's ridiculous. you got to just settle. (laughs) Yeah. And you're not... (coughs) 
You don't you want to settle. It's your it's your living. No, room. it's it's the showpiece of your. It's your living room. You know, we were do. talking about this. The fireplace is kind of like the heart of your house. It is in a lot of ways. If you if you're lucky to have a house with a fireplace, with a fireplace. the fireplace yeah. is is it's symbolic. It is. It really uh, it's something so primal and just so. You hung your kids' Christmas stockings yeah, there, right? You exactly. Know, you, right. you lit a fire when your mom and dad came to visit. It it's a very it's a very emotional piece of your house, yeah. and they shouldn't do that to you. Yeah. You are not in a a brand new modern gas green stone you yeah know, right that no. you like those big long ones that people put yeah in they call those linear <coughs> i guess because yeah. they're big they look like aquariums in a chinese restaurant right it's like big long and, and narrow and and in the right home they're beautiful yeah and it, in some but you have a beautiful old craftsman <laughs> that you yeah. need it 100 year old built uh, yeah we need a traditional Nice fireplace. So we found one finally where the logs don't look like um, antlers, because they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they throw these. They, they put do these look logs. I've seen some really good ones. There's a couple. These the ones we're gonna get actually look like chunks of wood that are kind of charred in the middle, mm -hmm. and it looks like how you would build a fire, because like nine out of ten of them, I There's swear, some cigarette it's like somebody there. took a box of. <laughs> Of sticks and just sort of dumped it like some beginning, some weeblo, some beginning level <laughs> boy scout, cub scout, <laughs> just took a box full of sticks and threw them on the ground and said, "Okay, let me try lighting it," you know. And there'll be a f two two singular <laughs> flames coming up from the middle of it. I know they look ridiculous. They're, it's clearly ceramic, and it just right. looks like pottery. It doesn't look right. anything like a fire. So we no. finally found one that looks right. Uh, Yay, it's priced right. I'm glad. Uh, through uh, Northwest Natural, they have an appliance center. Yeah. You know. And uh, she was helpful. I've seen a good. I've seen good ones, and I've seen yeah. ones. And when you say natural, I always think of my old, my dad, <coughs> being the architect that he was in the last house that he built us. Built this big, big, beautiful, big, beautiful uh, fireplace with a slate hearth. Nice to sit on. Nice. And you could put a four and a half foot log. Right. I mean, it wow. was big. Yeah, inside. Impressive. Yeah. And then they use Presto logs all the time now. I mean, once in a <laughs> while we'd have we get a, a load of wood and stuff, but yeah. they use Presto logs a lot because we lived in Longview and they were cheap. <laughs> but when you said you know it looks natural like a you know a natural fireplace, well, mine ours always looked like there was old uh, a Lucky Strike wrappers uh, <laughs> <laughs> in it, right? And you know you know shit <laughs> that my, my mom meant to burn, but it just wouldn't the Presto logs wouldn't le reach lock down lot far enough to. To right. Get the, to yep. Catch anything on fire? It's kind of like it looks just a trash can. <laughs> it just looks like you're burning the evidence. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> okay, my mine would look like that. Would be old receipts and shit. Oh, that's <laughs> what we used to do with our receipts. We just oh, save them. Just burn them. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, shred them. Yeah. No, don't wipe. Eat bark. your home. Now you can't do that though. In that. Not there. so much. No. But that's I'm glad you got one. You it's really attractive, and I'm really happy. We're gonna have to build because we lost our chimney now. Uh, the wall's a lot closer. We're going to have to build um, out into the living room about eight inches. That's not bad. Which That's isn't a big, bad. It's a big, it's a big living room. That just means the bookshelves will be recessed. And it'll, right. it'll look, it'll it'll look fine. fine. I think when we're, when we're done with it, it'll look just yeah, great. Yeah, you and can uh, always put something on the side to kind of draw the attention away from the fact that it's, it's it comes yeah. into the room. But yeah, it, it took a month. We, we're going to do electric, and those look ridiculous, all of them. 
And no, get gas. We finally decided on, on gas. Gas is nice. It's and it'll nice. warm the house. It'll it's be it'll be yes. nice. It'll be very you nice. You can use it when you have a power outage. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy. We, we finally a month later have a decision made. <clears throat> and we can start moving ahead. I was wishing it would be done by Thanksgiving because we're having everybody over, but yeah, maybe Christmas. Maybe Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving, no. No, it's not going to happen. No, no. Uh-uh. You could put a, fi- a picture of a, you should draw, color a color a, a picture of a fireplace. Just, uh-huh. you know, a fire. Oh, that's what we should you do, know, yeah. Just, just stick it right <laughs> on the wall. Just get like a banner. <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> um, get a sheet like and paint the, it. You know, put, or put, the, put your laptop in and do the fire. The, oh, yeah, the, right. The fireplace. Yeah, it's right. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can run that on, uh, on Netflix. You can do that. You <laughs> can <laughs> fireplace yep they have whole shows so anyway um well good that's good that that's taken care of. that's the kind of thing i've been thinking about lately you know it hasn't been comedy you uh have been hammering away not hammer i you know i had yes i will admit uh october was crazy crazy good crazy busy crazy good but crazy busy and i'll tell you i did that last show on the 28th -hmm. was my last show and I did went up to see our buddy Chris Larson, uh, and I did this big, huge. Uh, it was fun. It was a big fundraiser for a um, a group that uh, raises in Polsbo that raises money for um, the homeless and nice. and shelters and stuff like that. And Chris uh, did the auction, and they they made uh, the people that you know they bought a bunch of tickets, and they raised uh, over fifty four thousand fifty. Fifty three thousand dollars that wow, night. Yeah, it was God. a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, well, <coughs> Pulse was pretty. It's a pretty ritzy. It's a yeah. It's, money. It's a very nice. It little. It's a nice yeah. town. And um, um, <coughs> anyway, but it was one of those things where you you know, you never yeah. know because it's a corporate. They do the auction and they have all this stuff and you never know exactly how long everything's going to take. So I wanted to get up there in the middle. Of it. I wanted to get up there in the daylight. So I got up there about five, knowing it was going to start at five. Mm. And I got up there a little after five. And um, but I didn't go on until quarter after eight. Oh, yeah. You know. But um, yeah. anyway, that I was, and I, I'll tell you, on the way home, I was, I, I had to roll windows down. I you realized, were I realized how tired I was. Yeah. I was. I had just been on the go. Because I'd worked the 27. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I was working, working, working. Putting in the miles. Yeah, I put in, the, I put a lot of miles in my car last Every week. And so uh, that <laughs> next week, that, that week, you know, last week, it was just mm-hmm. like, <sighs> I had like yeah. a bunch of time off. It was great. And I got stuff done around the house. But I had a fun, I had a fun show on uh, Friday night, this last Friday night, the third. Um uh, they kept saying, "Why did that? What? I'm so tired of people trying to scare us. I'm just scared. I'm just pissed off about mm. the new verbiage that the weathermen and weather people are mm. using. Right now, it's a uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, something river uh, uh, atmospheric atmospheric river that's wow. coming through. You kind of go, oh, just watch out! It's called rain. Just it's <laughs> gonna rain. You know." <laughs> We Rain all have storm. iPhones. We all have phones that tell us exactly what's going to go on. But right. atmospheric river and all this other stuff. So I was like, I was not, but I only had to go to Vancouver. So that was, 
so I went over there. But that day, you know that our dear friend Dawn, uh, Dawn Green, yes, uh, her dad lives over in Vancouver and is mm-hmm. almost ninety. Right. And uh, in fact, I was with him today. Uh, you had lunch with him. Yeah, I, I nice. we, go, we go to lunch uh, quite often, and um, I keep tabs on him. Nice. Well, <laughs> I texted him at, at ten o'clock that morning on right? Friday morning. I texted him to tell him, you know, ask him some questions, and you know, see how he was because I hadn't heard from him because I'd been so busy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't text me back, and he uh, always texts me back. Mm. And so I texted him again about an hour later. And then I called him, and no answer, and no texts. And then about an hour later, I had called Dawn, and I said, have you talked to your dad? She says, well, we texted last night. Oh, okay. And I said, okay. Um, How was he doing? She goes, I don't know. He was okay. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. Um, Because then I said, well, he's not responding to my texts. And so I said, call your brother. So she called her brother. And who lives over in in Prineville? And Scott called his dad right. and didn't d- didn't answer. Now now we're at about one one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and uh, that's a little long yeah, for him well, not to have his phone. Yeah, worry level going yeah, up. Yeah, the w- worry level was going up. So mm-hmm. then about and and I had I was doing something else. I had to get something else finished up and. I knew I had the show at, and I had to be over it at in Vancouver mm-hmm. by five. And I went, screw it! I'm just going to dress for the show, mm. and I'm going over. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go over there. I'm going to go check on him. Right. So I called Donna and I said, I'm on my way because she's working. She's at school. She's teaching. Yeah, I mean, right. she's not teaching. Well, she's what she could do about it anyway? I know, but I mean, but she uh, she said and she called him and he didn't answer. And for him not to pick up his kids' phones is really not like him. Mm. So it was like, okay, I'm going to go find out. So here I, Nancy Drew, the crazy person that I am, you know, I go, about once a month I have my crazy month. I have my crazy moment. This is my crazy moment. This is like me rescuing the dog in the backyard. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, this is me. So anyway, I go over and I knock on the door, knock on the door, knock on the door, knock on the door. Nope, ding dong, ding dong. Nope, the dog doesn't even bark. And I'm going, what's going on? The dog doesn't mm. bark? Yeah. And, you know. So I'm thinking, well, maybe he's gone. Maybe he went to the, the store or maybe yeah. he's, but he's been gone for like four hours now. Yeah, that doesn't hours. make sense. And so then um, I go across the street. I see this gal, and she's across the street. She's one of his neighbors. And I said, have you seen Peter lately? And she said, no, <coughs> I haven't. And I said, she goes, are you worried? I said, I'm, I'm his daughter's best friend, and I've been – you know, I'm, I we go to lunch and stuff, and I'm I'm kind of worried about him. He hasn't been responding to anybody's texts or phone calls. She right. went, oh, that's interesting. So she said, um, have you – and I went around to the back door also. I went into the backyard, and he has a sliding glass door. And I looked inside. I didn't see anybody. Couldn't see anybody. Uh. There was nobody there. Right. I thought, well, is he home? And, she sa- and I said, I don't know if he's home or not. And she says, well, there's a window on the side of the garage. Have you checked it? I went, oh, God, they, ha- they have a window on the side of the garage? Nobody has that. Mm. So mm-hmm. there w- it's it's muted over, but you could see his car. So his car was there. Oh, gosh, there. Now I'm s- really worried. Yeah, right. So I, would, I said, okay, I got to go do, I got to find out. I go, do you have a key? She goes, no, but I'll check with the neighbor over here. So yeah. she's helping me. Her kids are strapped in her car because she's taking them somewhere. Um, I said, please, just 
it's okay. I'll take care. I'll go find the key. And she says, no, now I'm worried. And I said, okay. So she's checked on one neighbor and they weren't home. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered he has a neighbor that takes care of his cat when he goes over oh. to, see, to see his son over in Prineville. I went to that neighbor and no, no, no answer. Uh-huh. And I'm coming off of her step, and she comes around her, her from her backyard with her dog. Ah. Thank God. Yeah. And she has a door, a garage door opener. Oh. I went, okay. Okay. So we went, and I said, okay, come, and we have to go. And I explained it to her. And she says, oh, that doesn't sound like Peter at all. And I said, yeah. no, it doesn't. Right. So <coughs> we got into the house. Good. And we walked down, and I, she goes, you go first. <laughs> I went, okay, I'll go first. Oh. And he was in a chair. In his in his TV room, right, and he did not look like he was alive. Oh yikes! He was, and then I went, okay, I have to check for a pulse. Wow! So I touched him, and he was warm, and I went, he's sleeping. And I said, okay, and then I tried to wake him up, and it was like an act of God to get him to wake really? up. Really? Yeah, Ooh. really strong. Ooh. And the dog didn't even wake up. Wow. I'm, and she's <coughs> always so happy to see me. I'm going, did yeah. you guys take drugs or something? What's going on? Right. So anyway, we had a big coming to Jesus with him about the fact that he needs to, yeah. you know, that he needs to text his kids every day. Yeah, if you're going to insist on living alone like that, yeah, those are nobody the rules. checking in on you. Those are the rules. I'm not going to go through that, yeah. you know. And and anyway, I I know he was embarrassed, and I said it's okay, but you know. It's and he goes, well, I don't know how to feel. I'm really happy people worry about me. And I said, well, yeah, they worry about you. Yeah. But let's try to let's try to ease ease the worry because they're both a, a long ways away. Mm-hmm. And you know, and. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so we got that. I'll, he texts everybody every morning, good morning, just to let there him know go. that he's okay, you know, yeah. that he's up and he's around. Yeah. And uh, and he's trying to figure out a way to, but he's also very deaf. Oh, I so see. So I said, that, that phone, he won't get one of those first alerts or anything. He doesn't really need it. But I said, the, the phone doesn't leave your pocket. Mm-hmm. It's always within reach of you. Do you understand me? Right. That's always in reach it of you. It has to be a vibrating phone too. Right. And it vibrates and whatever. Yeah. And so anyway, he's and he's he he's he's being really good about it. I was going someplace with this. Oh, then I get to then I have to leave here and go to a, do a show. And I go to the Heathman Lodge to do the mm-hmm. show. Honest to God, this is how dumb I am. I usually have a bead on who I'm going to be performing for. I do some research. Yeah, yeah, you do. I had no idea. Oh, oh. <laughs> I had no Did clue. you know the name of the group? No. Oh. I knew there were therapists. Okay. A bunch of therapists. Okay. Well, they had two could groups be good. there that were therapists. Uh, <laughs> groups. I was like, oh my God, this is where they all are. You can't get a goddamn therapist. <laughs> no, this is where they all are. Hanging out at the lodge. Yeah, they're all hanging out here. <laughs> so anyway, I... Um, I found the right group because I, I, I talked to this one gal and she goes, she looked at me like she didn't know what the hell is. I said, okay, it must be the other uh-huh. group. <laughs> anyway, so, um, <laughs> and that was my opening line actually with them. I said, you know, it's really sad that after COVID and everything else, I, I finally, I get a, I get a booked for a gig and I finally get to see a therapist <laughs> <laughs> because you people are hard. You're like unicorns. That's true. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, um, and yeah. they were really fun. Oh, good. 
And uh, I would think that'd be an intelligent group. They were really, I asked a a certain question. I asked this little goofy question about, have you ever adopted an animal? And if so, did you change their name? That's the question. Okay. Two questions. Right. The the answer this young woman gave was, I believe that, uh, that animals should be adopted and that you should, and then she went on and on and she, her philosophy. Uh And then, you know, this, (laughs) <laughs> and and we did change his name, and he did adapt to it quite well. He, you know, there was uh-huh. a few times, and I was just like, "Yes or no?" Would have been great. No, this, this isn't is a awesome. job interview. This, this isn't is, to see how I you answer. I started laughing. I started laughing. I said, "Well, that's great. We're out of time." <laughs> Anyway, we had, we've we, come to the end of her session. I know we're, you know, but thanks for. Well, you know, let's pick this up next <laughs> week. <laughs> That's I was great. just like, <laughs> I got yeah. to use every cliche oh, line I'd beautiful. ever heard oh, in, a, in a therapy <laughs> show that I'd watched. <laughs> it oh, was a hoot. <laughs> I said, and I and and I got a little edgy with him. Okay. And I looked around and I said, I said, okay, so I'm I'm being a little edgy because I'm going to see if you guys are going to be judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't want to hear any complaints. <laughs> There's no complaining. Do you understand me? Because I'm not paying you this time. <laughs> you're, you're paying me. You're paying me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That so sounds like a good gig. Once you it got was, it was a lot of fun. Figured out who you were. Well, yeah. Once I figured who it they all were. out, yeah. <laughs> and I and I realized I was exhausted because I was I had my adrenaline had just been rump, right. pumping, 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 pumping. Yeah, know, all for day the fear. long. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and I it was raining so hard. D- I just everybody else feel like this when it rains like this and stuff. And I, maybe you're driving home from work now, and you're listening to the podcast. And if you are, thank you very much. And if it's raining, the greatest joy is turning in your driveway, uh-huh. or getting home yeah, after, getting after driving in nasty ass weather, right, yeah. and you just go, "I'm home." And all you want to do is come in the house. Get in your jammies, get in your chair, get your little snacks, and just watch your TV shows and just veg the hell out. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's like. A good feeling. It's just like, isn't that, I mean, as you get older, it's, it's the just, best. just. You hear the I wind have, and the rain. You and become the so <coughs> thankful. <coughs> yeah, right. I have some place to come to. I have this, this is, yeah. this is, this is my gift. I get this. Right. This is wonderful. So yeah. that's, uh, anyway, uh. Uh, what else was I bitching about today? Um, did you lose look at watch any of the news this morning about the, the Trump trial? Um, oh I kind of. <laughs> I'm at a stage now where I'm kind of doing the look away thing. Well, we all look away because we've all been so we've been terrorized for the last six years, yeah. and the deal is, he lost his shit on the stand today. Good. Well, of course he did. He's he's outraged that and he that should have to do it at all. And that uh, <coughs> that Irene uh, Abba or whatever her name is uh-huh. that that she chastised the judge. She stood up and chastised the judge. Your job oh. is to listen to our client. Oh, oops. And he said, "Sit your ass down. My job is to get him to answer the questions truthfully." Right. Right. You know. And what you're bringing me is a load of shit, basically. Uh-huh. And it was just, it, I mean, oh, this guy good. is not playing. And he, you know, they're all going, but you've already judged him. Yeah, there's already been a judgment placed on this yeah. trial. This has already been determined. Right. Now we're finding out 
how much you owe yeah. and how bad you defrauded, right. you know, the state of New York. Right. And that's what you should be arguing now. He has to tell her her damn job. Right. The cool thing about this is it's kind of the appetizer. You it know? is. I know. <laughs> Come <laughs> March. It's going to get... We start talking about sedition and... Uh, March you know. is going to be the time. Yeah, boy. I mean, if I, if I get my knee done in February, uh-huh. that puts me oh, you're, you're in my chair oh, in front of the TV. Just have a popcorn <laughs> popper ready to go. I'm, ready, I'm just, I'm going to just, Load. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be having my groceries delivered mm-hmm. everything. I'm settled in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, because I'm sick of him. We're all fucking sick of it. You know, and th- they've been uh, playing these uh, stories about how he's leading in the polls against Biden right now. Don't a year and to a the half polls. before the election, you know, it has nothing to do with nothing. And they keep sending me those but emails, those texts. Do you get texts? I get texts no, all God, the time about please begging. We're begging. Yeah. Listen to me. You know, I'm not throwing money at at this until no all this shit until the race don't is you, on. Don't you bring Trump to me? Yeah. Don't you use Trump as a fear monger to right. me? Yeah. I won't. I'm not going to buy that shit. Right. Joe Biden does have some problems right now. There yeah. was, there was almost, there was. A, I'm. G- I wish I knew the number. I, I I'm going to say there was over ten thousand Palestinians uh, supporters in Washington D.C. yesterday right. yeah. and the day before. Yeah, he's got some problems. He's got some big ass problems. It's a really tough. Netanyahu is. Yeah. And please don't take this as I uh, like Art and I are anti-Semitic. We are not. The deal is, is Netanyahu. Yeah is a fucking war criminal because he's actually... Yeah, he's not helping the is- Israelis. He's not do helping your the homework. cause. Yeah. No, he's the one who said we would rather have Hamas run Palestine than have the Palestinian government uh-huh. come into power. Yeah. He wanted Hamas. Right. Well, he got it. Yeah, he got it in the and worst And the deal way, is, yeah. is that now he's... He's, you know, he's, he's, they've both suffered, what was, the count was today was 9,000 Palestinian civilians have died. Uh, 7,400 Israelis. It's just heartbreaking. It's, it's, it's insane. It's, it's, it's a lot more complicated than I would understand at this point. And it's not about religion. I am sorry. That's no. part of the faction. The part, the faction of the the whole thing is yeah. Israel and Egypt want to yeah. maintain the Suez Canal. That mm-hmm. it's about the Suez Canal. Oh. But Hamas mm-hmm. and Hezbollah are funded by Putin. Oh, interesting. So it's it's just. Right. Russia wants a stronghold in the Suez Canal. They want to destabilize. Of course they do. Right. With Syria, every yeah. with Syria folding, absolutely. It's you know, I yeah. wish I didn't know as much as I do, and I'm gonna. I, I I've pulled There's way away. Certainly no no simple solutions, and you know I don't envy uh, Biden having to balance this right now because it's it's heartbreaking on both sides. It really is. It is, <coughs> and he is gonna. He, it it's going to. And I it's going to hit his bottom line, but let me yeah. tell you something. He's still going to win because I think so. There's well, the genie's going to come out of the hat, right? The problem <coughs> is 
or is it the rabbit? The rabbit's coming out of the it hat. It would be more interesting if it was. It was a genie coming out of a hat. The 14th Amendment is going to be ratified in more statements than, than he has has a clue about. Mm-hmm. Oregon's already got uh, something on the ballot. It's going to go on the ballot that Good. we're going to ratify it. Um, there's going to be, and Colorado is is voting on it tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh. okay, good. And because um, tomorrow's Tuesday, seventh November seventh is, is it is, is Tuesday? Is, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The Mississippi, the Mississippi might have their first Democratic governor in a million fucking years. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Since probably before the war, and I'm talking <laughs> the uh-huh. Civil War, <laughs> but anyway, um, uh. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 the year of justice, and and um, I there's going to be so, so many things. There's going to be so many things that are going to happen. We are all going to be uh, the next two years are going to be a big. There's going to be a lot of shit happening. Yeah, yeah, it, in it, the it world, yeah. for the world, of right. the world, you know, the people of the world. It's going to be. It's. You know the movement's happening. It, it, the change is switching. The we can't go on like this. Right. There's no way. You know the consciousness, yeah. the collective. No, is, it's not sustainable. Level, yeah. No, it, we have to level up. We got to level yeah. up. If we don't. And uh, the people that are trying to destroy uh, democracy around the world, and actively here in the the country, doing everything they can to bring it down. Mm-hmm. Right. And just get rid of democracy and replace it with an autocracy. Um, I think they're going to have to get a big dose of reality. I just, Mm -hmm. I don't think most Americans are willing to just throw it all away for some egomaniac to just take over and be the dictator of the country. Well, all they have to do is realize that, um, you know, well, he's not going to, he's not even going to be on the ballot. It's going to be Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is going to be on the ballot. Okay. All right. You think anybody should run against Biden? Nikki Haley will be the one that runs up against Biden. I see. They are going to well, run out. They're yeah. going to run. Well, there's stuff coming down about. There's there's going to be indictments made against the mega. Right. Congressman. Uh, Marjorie Mar- Taylor Mar- Greene. Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene is going to go down. Jim Jordan is going to go down. There's going to be right. Jack Smith is biding his time. But uh-huh. by February, right. there's going to be indictments. Yeah, good. And so... people need to be in jail. Tried to overthrow the government. Yes, they did. And, and uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the piece of shit from Missouri. Um, who ran. Gave the fist going in and then was... Uh, in, uh, when they were in uh, the cap. Oh, what is his name? Josh Josh Hawley. Yeah, Josh Hawley. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he's he's going to be indicted. And there's going to be, yeah. there's going to be. Uh, Lindsey Graham should not. Uh, Matt Gates. Matt Gates. Yep. There's going to be indictments. God, talk about draining the swamp. Jesus, what well, a bunch of swamp scum. Well, and there's a lot of congressmen and senators, Republican senators, that are going. We're done. Yeah. We're not coming back. Right. Yeah, you know we are not running. Not going to be part of this circus anymore. No, and because they've had enough. Well, their families got, their families got got threatened. Right. Yeah. If you don't go along with the uh, right, the the mega 
crazy far yeah. wing, right wing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just you. It's not sustainable, and they can't keep the crazy. They can't keep the crazy. Well, uh, Lauren Bulbert needs to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, she's in, she's insane. But anyway, um. Yeah, it's, there's a lot it's of crazy uh, times, man. It just feels like an upside down universe when you start talking about somebody who's on trial for all these crimes, probably going to be in jail, mm-hmm. might be the president elect. You know, just the thought that that's m- even possible. And you know something? I have a friend who still is just on the edge of her chair going, she's mm-hmm. going to get elected. Going, no. Yeah. No, he's not. Do your homework. He's not going to get elected. It's not going to happen. He's not going to be on the ballot. Right. There's going to be, you know, they're fair. They're afraid that he's going to that Biden's going to lose Michigan right now to Trump. Well, Michigan's going to ratify the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, then. Yeah. And he's not going to be on the ballot. Right. You know. Yes, there's a chance that Biden Biden lost a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a huge Arab community mm-hmm. in, that lives in Michigan. Oh. And so. Uh, they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're afraid, and uh, that he's lost the the Palestinian uh, and the the Arab nations uh, nationals, or just the you know, you know the Arab Americans, uh, right? And so, but he's you know, it's a year away. Let's you know, yeah, let's calm we have down. to we have to we have to play the cards that are on the table right. now, right now. So, anyway, that's my that's my um, that's my rant for today. I. Um, we were talking about comedy, though, a minute ago. And uh, I'm doing this seminar. Tyler Bow and I are right. going to do a yeah, seminar. I saw that, again. yeah. Please come by. I'd love to, to watch. Well, I'd love you to be there, too. Well, I, I, don't th- I don't think I need to be on the panel. Well, it's not going to be the panel. It, yeah. It's going to be, Tyler and I are going to, we're going to curate it. Yeah. But we're not going to, it's going to be a Q&A. We're going to start out with some subjects. Uh-huh. But there'll be Q&As and stuff yeah. like that. No, but I'd love to be the twi- there. Yeah, the 26th of... Um, of uh of november it's a sunday afternoon um over at lolo pass uh restaurant on burnside i have no idea what that is i think that's where doug fur is isn't it it's up they there. changed it's the name it's, of it? a, it's up there maybe it is I, it's an it's a nice area could be wrong i don't know i hope it is because i like that room mm-hmm. and um anyway so um yeah i think it's great just to keep the discussions going keep the awareness of the, what's happening in the comedy scene and well People need to learn too. The the people that are young in the business have a lot to learn about how to make it a business. It's, um, yeah, because I mean, my perspective in the last month has changed on on comedy so much. I, I'm just like I'm. I, I just shifted gears. I did. I shifted gears, and um, and I started listening. I want you. We're going to endorse this uh, podcast. Uh, Art and I have a dear friend. She's been on our podcast. Her name is Virginia Jones. Yeah. Virginia started stand-up comedy uh, probably in 2000. I'm going to say 2010. I don't know. Somewhere in there, It's yeah. been a long time yeah. ago. Um, and uh, she was working f- as a designer at Nike at the mm-hmm. time. And she's very, very... She's just artistic and funny and great. And she's lived in L.A. now for uh, quite a few years. And uh, she has, um, she and her sister started a podcast, and her sister's a therapist. Right. And um, so, and that's what the name of the podcast is, My Sister's a, th- a Therapist. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, 
it's a great yeah. podcast, and it's not just for comedians because she talks about a lot of different things. But one of the one of the best ones that I listened to recently was our all stand up comics insane, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> uh, questioning. It's the first comic. time the question's been posed. Yeah, yeah, it's it, you know, it's, and <coughs> and uh, Laura, her sister, Laura Ryan, is her sister, right. uh, breaks it down. She says it's funny because, you know, and they, they go to their own family dynamic about her dad was passive aggressive but watched a ton, a ton of comedy and all this other stuff, was right. always listening to comedy albums and watching comedy shows and all this other stuff, which built their love of comedy. But And she and her brother both do, Virginia and her brother both do stand-up. He, he works at down in San Diego. And um, so, uh, but... It, they always bring up the worst case scenarios, you know. Uh, Brody Stevens was one of them. Brody Stevens yeah. uh, mm-hmm. died about two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's been about two years, t- yeah. two or three years ago. Killed himself. Right. Uh, committed suicide, and yet was one of the most. He just. He was just off the cuff, crazy, funny person. Bob Augie had the best story about <laughs> him, of when he was living in L.A. <laughs> he saw Brody walking down the street, and uh, or was it Julie? What well, saw Brody walking down the street, and uh, <laughs> Brody saw the kids, and he goes, uh, "Are these your kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, they are." And he looked at them, and he looked at Augie, and he looked at the kids, and he looked back, and he goes, "Huh, they seem fine." <laughs> 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 That's just so perfect. He was <coughs> he was a dear friend of our friend Susan Jones. He was uh, a very yeah, good friend of hers, right. but we've lost a lot of comics. We've lost Richard Bain. We lost. A, we've yeah. lost a lot of comics. Also, at his own hand. Yeah. To, and I, uh, you know, even yeah. going back even further than that, Richard Jenny. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just we've lost a lot of comics to suicide. Yep. And a lot of them had addictions. Yeah, you know, we lost Mitch Hedberg not right. to suicide, but to a self-destructive lifestyle. Event yeah, that, you know. You know, uh, Louis, Louis was, Louis had, Louis was, didn't have, he had his own drug issues, but uh-huh. Louis wasn't, didn't commit suicide, but you know, Louis Anderson, yeah. but I, we've lost, and, and some of the things that she talked about, and one of the things that struck me was, uh, and I'm just going to say this, because m- over the years, my family and other people have said, you should write a book, mm-hmm. and they don't know the people that I know. Right. They don't. You're you're the same. It, our experience in standup right. is so white bread compared to mm-hmm. what the people that we worked with, a lot of the people that we worked yeah. with, right, went through. Right. Uh, I can go at it from a different perspective as a woman in the '80s doing standup. Mm-hmm. However, uh, <coughs> I mean, I remember working with. Bob Schimmel and right. uh, you know Rich Scheidner and uh, Richard Jenny and all these guys and just going I don't know if they're going to wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so out of control. Yeah, you know, and it was just this. It, it, it's a spectrum. It truly is a spectrum. Yeah. But one of the one things that I thought now, if I'm talking too much, you just jump in because I you know me. Oh, why start now? Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. If that's the rule. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you agree 
that one of the reasons, because I knew you as an actor first. Yep. And I was an actress, and that's how I trained. But before I was an actress, I was a singer. Ah. And a musician. Right, yeah. And from the time I was <coughs> 12. Yeah. And I performed. Right. And I had my first paid gig at 13. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it never, yes, I got nervous, but it never overshadowed my need. Right, for perform, attention and for pro- approval. Not so much the attention, but the joy of do. I mean, I was always so happy to mm-hmm. be able to go do this. You know, right. and approval is, yes. It's it, part of it. Uh, approval is part of it, yes. Yeah. Um, because if you and I have joked back and forth, we could be making thousands of people laugh, and right. you know, in a and if huge one person tis, but tis, one person is sitting in the front row, and we can see them, and they're not laughing. If they go like that, it way louder than the entire Much crowd. Li- <laughs> 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 yeah, that whole yeah, it's um, yeah. Uh, at Harvey's, that happened used to happen all the time. Yeah. You get that one woman. <sighs> yeah, right. You go, okay, listen, but <laughs> it's a. Uh, does that make? A comic, uh, unstable—not unstable, but is—I mean, there's a need for approval, and yes, that's probably not the most healthy, uh, healthy uh, lifestyle to have. Do you still have that? Do that you still, still feel the need for approval less than I used to, probably yeah. anymore. I feel like. Um, <laughs> What's going to happen is, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just more comfortable in my skin now. Yeah. I just sort of feel like, I, I don't say, I don't think of myself as a failure. I, th- I don't, I, I just think it like. You're not a failure. No, I don't think of myself as one. I think of myself as, it's like kind of the, the battle has been determined at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the and, lo- the know, lines have been drawn. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like they can like me or not at this point. Right. I feel that way when I'm at a dinner party. I don't feel the need like I used to to improve for people to approve of me now i just sort of feel like here, here's what you're getting right good. you know i yeah, hope you like good. it but that's if you don't you know that's really healthy because there are people who do well you had to you know. sh- but the thing about you is that you're a parent yeah and, that you, helps and you and well yeah. no you had to mirror that to a child mm-hmm. who yeah. is highly sensitive yeah liam's very sensitive yeah. and and to get to get that Some that light. knowledge of oh. you know of yeah. you can be sensitive but you don't have to be ha- have everybody's approval all the yeah. time. That's a really important lesson for a kid like that. Yeah, I I think I tried to instill him that you got to have a thick skin. Yeah. You know, in comedy more than just about any other thing cuz it's such an immediate feedback from the crowd. Yes, it and is. And it can be yes, everything from just wild worshiping you to just loathing you just the fact that you're in front of them they hate you it's the whole spectrum and you can't take any of it personally no well you just have to you can <coughs> and you do because on, on, yeah. on the way on the ride home on the ride home you're going yeah son of a bitch all right or but my motto for triple gigs when i was playing the little redneck towns would be get what you can get uh, get off stage get back to your room get your money Get high, go to bed. <laughs> in that order, you know. Exactly. <laughs> that's how I yeah. looked at all of those gigs. Right. Was, and then, you know, you just like, you know, do the best you can do. 
and whenever happens, there's a happens. there's a there's a component though. In I there. didn't. I did used to get high. Yeah. Well, there's a component in there that that was one of the problems. Was the drugs? In our in our generation of stand up is the drugs. Mm -hmm. Was the drugs? It still is. I mean, there's a lot of <coughs> you know. I I've chastised these kids more than once uh, when before a show, yeah. a show, a paid show. Yeah. And they're outside getting high. I go, you're getting high before a show. Yeah, that doesn't work. And, and they go, oh, yeah, me. we always do. I go, and yeah, how's that no. working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you, at a so room you're going to another open mic tonight? You're at a room that seats 35 people, yeah. and you've been doing this for a year and a half. Yeah. It's maybe time you start looking at how, how things are working Treating out. Like how things are work, working yeah. out for you. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those things. Um, it's I never got high after about two. If I was going to smoke weed, I would quit six hours before the show, yeah. which... You know, I'd still have a little bit of tripping over my tongue, but, um, you know, I'd be together. I'd pull it together. I just couldn't do a show high. I just never really wanted to. Well, the road was hard enough. The it was road hard was enough. hard yeah. enough. Right, yeah. And, and uh, I remember how easily the media wanted to think of us as party animals. Remember when Chris Farley put, died? They put us in that Remember category? that? Yeah. I was working at Harvey's, and they came into Harvey's, the news crew. Did you hear Chris Farley died? And I said, oh, no, no, I did you know, and they said, "We got any stories? And what do you think about him? And uh, what do you have, have? What about your life? Your experience as a comedian? Has it been kind of just this crazy, wild, kind of drug I scene?" And I said, I mean. "Well, um, you know, honestly, um, it's uh, it's about work. It's you know, it's just us showing up and doing our job and getting up. So after you've been at it a while, it's not a party anymore. It's a job." And and I said. Um, you know, that some people, I have to say, they partied so hard, I wondered if they were going to live. But, you know, for the most part, we all just want to make, be professional and get it. Well, guess what they cut it down to on the news at night was, uh, oh, I'm surprised some people lived. And that was the only clip they used. Of course. Because they wanted to paint this picture. They want this sensation. That that's what comedians are. They're just crazy. Or, you know, well, there, you know, I put my foot down early on. Uh, to several bookers that I worked for yeah. consistently, uh -huh. I'm nobody's babysitter. Yeah, right. I am. Who not needs gonna that? I'm not going to babysit a grown fucking man. No. I'm just not going to do it. Yep. And if I have, and a lot of time I was headlining, and yeah. I was like, no, no. Mm -hmm. They, you know, and there were times where I had to bail out, right, and or pay off. Or, you know, this right. kind of, and there was times where I, my life was in danger because these guys made really shitty decisions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when you kind of go, okay, I need to take control of my life. And right. this isn't working out for me. And you don't want to lecture him. Well, I don't want to be anybody's mom. Right. I'm not, you know, I didn't have kids. Look, I don't, this is I am a professional comedian of a certain stature. No. If you can't pull it together, <laughs> I will meet you in Pocatello. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Find your own way I know. to Billings. I, it's just, you know, and it was the triple runs that, you know, taught, taught me my boundaries. It really, put, But also, again, I was a woman on the road. And yeah. there was a difference. different thing. There yeah. was a whole different thing. And, there's, it, you know, there was yeah. a lot more dangers than... You know, uh, trying to make sure that, you know, some guy didn't get rolled in the parking lot because he was so high or drunk yeah, that right. I was working with. That mm -hmm. There was other there was other issues. Um, yeah. But what trying I to wake, call in their room and trying to wake him up at 11 o'clock in the morning because you got a six-hour drive ahead. Exactly. Yep. And there was several times that we were late because yeah. they couldn't get their asses out of bed. Yeah. Um, the... 
yeah, it, it and I got does. left too. The couple times I got oh, left, oh, okay. yeah. Um, it's it's a but psychologically, um, and I think I've talked about this on the on the podcast. But this is how my life goes. Uh, I repeat shit. Um, <laughs> the um, the kids now pull from different. I mean, we. We used to talk about being a preacher's kid and all this other stuff, and mm -hmm. you didn't dwell too much on your family. My my, mm -hmm. my show was pretty much about my mom and dad, mm -hmm. even though people that knew my mom and dad knew that that wasn't my mom and dad. It wasn't my mom and dad. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was a flavoring right. of my family life uh, growing up, uh, more about me. Uh, but it, you know, but I hear this. These kids use comedy as therapy. Because they come from horrific family lives. Yeah, for real. You yeah. know, meth addict parents. Yeah, right, yeah. Living in cars. And uh, it's just, and I want to be able to say, you know, it, it shocks me that they're going to put their audience through that until I look at the audience and go on, oh, Probably 80% of these kids, yeah, these people can relate. can relate to this. Yeah, right. Isn't, you know, and I, I laughed that night because I, I, I walked on stage after three comics had gone up and talked about their meth parents. And I said, right. geez, I feel like I'm out of touch because my folks were just drunks. <laughs> I, uh, you know, and they were functioning. They were uh -huh. functional, functioning drunks. They were great. Had no problem at all. Uh -huh. uh, you know, um, it was just when they weren't. I mean, they drank, but they, yeah. and, but it was just, uh, so when this podcast that I listened to talked about the family dynamic and how seeking approval, I can see that. I can see that it's even more prevalent now than it was with us. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people running away from shit when we started. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of comics running away from responsibility. Sure. There was a lot of comics that went, oh, I'm going to be a comedian. Some of them are still running. Because they, just they, not couldn't, doing it they couldn't hold down a job because they had a bad attitude or yeah. they, you know, just didn't have the social graces to, yeah. you know, move on. Or they wanted to be their own boss and nobody's going to tell them what to do. I mean, there was mm -hmm. a lot of attitude. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I can I got names in my head running right through my mm, head. Yeah, but I'm thinking of them too. Yeah. And, uh, and there was others that used the platform to move up the ladder right there's another really great better themselves if you guys get a chance there's a really great um i don't know if it's uh, they're going to do roseanne and roseanne is is that's a sh that's that's a that's a whole different ball game but um i watched um on youtube um vice is doing uh, the network vice ah. is doing uh uh, the Dark Side of Comedy, and it's yeah, I saw one of those episodes. Did you see the one with Brett Butler? Yeah, that's the one I watched. That's that was yeah, you really know, interesting. Yeah. Oh, and she was, I loved her. Mm -hmm. She's the one I I finally got to New York. Mm. I've told you this. Mm. I got to New. I finally got. I was before I turned forty years old. I was going to go to New York mm -hmm. and work in New York. I called Jeff Stilson, right, and I said, "Where can I get spots?" I want to come to New York. I've got a place to stay. Mm -hmm. I stayed with his other comic, Jane Stroll. She's a very nice person up in Chelsea. And uh, I told her, you don't have to entertain me. I just need a, I need someplace to stay. 
put my bags and get change my clothes because I'm just going to do New York. I'm going to go mm-hmm. do, do my own little thing. It was October. It was beautiful. Mm. So I got I got to New York and my first shot. He got me. Stilson got me on at Catch a Rising Star. That's a pretty good start. No shit. <coughs> wow. And I had I had a nine o'clock spot. It Jesus, was, it was. I know. Wow. It's just like, oh my god. People wait, wait years for that. I was scared to death. Yeah. Guess who I followed? Oh, really? The Queen of New York. Oh my Brett god. Butler. Yeah. And I mean, it, she just destroyed the room. Wow. Yeah. And then here I am, just getting off, you know, the bus from, you know, uh, Newark. Right. You know, that came into the 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 anyway, I was like, I I didn't know what I was doing. And she had her show by then, right? No, not, not yet. no, but no, she was exploding. No, yeah, not yet. She was going to have a show. Oh boy! In yeah. within two years, three years of that. Uh, maybe later, because it was forty. Uh, it was I was going to be, so it was ninety. Not important. Doesn't matter. No, I was going to be. Ni- it was ninety-one, because I was going to be. I was going to be forty. Okay. It was October of ni- of ninety-one, and I'd be forty in two or three weeks. So, and because th- that was my goal, I needed to do it before I was 40. I see, okay. All so, right. um, but she yep. was awesome. I mean, she, d- but she'd already done Carson, she'd already done, you know, right. she'd already, d- she yeah. was just a name. Just and she had moved f- out of the South to New York to, to break through in New York. Wow, she yeah. just exploded in New York. Yeah, just crushing just wherever I she went. I adored her. I just yeah. thought, oh my God, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's and one of those places follower. where you just, you're just, you walk in the door and there's, there's Paul Reiser. There's mm-hmm. Ray Romano. There's all these guys sitting over in the corner. There's yeah, you know, and you just like okay, somebody pinch me. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, that vice piece on her spoke volumes mm-hmm. because Brett Butler uh, got clean before she got famous. She got clean before she started stand up. She mm-hmm. was drinking. And, and then drugging a lot, and it was in a terrible relationship, okay. an abusive relationship. But and then she, she went, got into stand up. She went into yeah, but she didn't. She didn't drink or do drugs her, the whole time she was doing stand up. It wasn't until she got her show, TV show, all the pressure of that. She probably. went back. She yeah. yeah, she relapsed and had been yeah. and went into rehab two or three times. Yeah. Uh, a f- uh, Mike Larson, who was a comic out of San Francisco and lived in L.A. many, many years, and he he wrote he wrote on her show, mm-hmm. and he wrote on he he was the showrunner for Ellen when Ellen actually came out. On I mean he, he mm-hmm. was so he was tied to Carsey Warner, who was the producer of 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 uh, Brett's show. Okay, and his wife worked for this big wig anyway, uh, and he would tell stories about Brett Butler that just yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, I mean, it broke right. just, you know, that she was, and she was hard. She was just terrible. She was terrible, but she was just out of her mind and yeah. exhausted. And then she went through all that money. Yeah. Isn't that sad? $25 million. <coughs> she lost wow. everything. Yep. They, she actually had to have a GoFundMe at one time. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was just like, this is a cautionary tale because it's not about and if anybody thinks your talent is what's going to save you it's not right she's still just as talented as she ever was yeah, right. probably more so right but it's your choices yeah it's always your choices right so anyway so saith the sermon yes so so i i'm i'm preaching well long story short uh, listen to that podcast 
I want to check that podcast out. Oh, yeah. It sounds really my sister, yeah. My sister's a therapist is yeah. the name of it. It's great. Yes. And um, also you can watch the, the – there's a whole series. Vice is doing a whole series, uh, The Dark Side of Comedy. Yeah. Please don't take that as – the Bible, though? It's not all that's happening in it's comedy. Not, it's not, it wasn't, You're, it's it wasn't. one section of it, yeah. It's, you know, it talks There's to so about people so many well-rounded, well-grounded people in comedy. Yeah, you never heard that Ray Romano was ever in, in rehab. No, right. You know, there was, no. Yep. Paul Reiser never went to rehab. Yes, and Seinfeld, can you imagine? No, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld never went to, uh, Jay Leno never went to rehab. Yeah, people that love just doing it. Yeah. Just don't Jay ever want to screw uh, it up. Jay, uh, uh, Letterman never was in rehab. Yeah. Never, no. Now he's made some bad choices, but he's right. he he's doing quite well. Yeah, you know, I it's just it's a it's a it's an interesting cross section. So well, we got to get out of here because I've talked too much. Yeah, we uh, we should probably tie it off here. We're a little over an hour. Yes, and, uh, we are. Sorry. No, it's all right. It was good. It was interesting, and uh, I hope you guys found it interesting as well, because um, we're still enjoying doing it, and it, we know. It's coming up on a year where we have to resubscribe, so you might be hearing us doing some begging pretty soon. Yeah, if if it's gonna go, if we're gonna we either we're gonna have to we're gonna go. have to switch it up. We're, we're gonna, gonna need some help. Yeah, we're gonna need some more some more subscribers. So, anyway, have a great week, you guys. Um, thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, good luck with the holiday run. Here we go.